Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back with Kenya Carr. Excited to have her here from beautiful Centerville, Virginia. She's the founder, CEO, and coach of Life Chapters Coaching. Welcome to the show today. How are you? Fantastic. It's always good on Fridays. Friday I know, right? TGIF. No exactly. Right. So you're offering health coaching, life coaching, uh, relationship coaching. There's so much to you. So let me just ask you to please introduce yourself to everyone. Yeah. So as uh, Jill just mentioned, Kenya Carr, uh, life coach and founder of Life Chapters Coaching. I have been in business uh, five years this month. Uh, started my own personal journey of working on my life, working on my health, working on my, you know, just all the things in life that are important to us to get us to where we want to be. And just have, have always had a, a passion for helping people. And I believe we're all on this earth to serve our purpose. And for some of us, it's finding that purpose. So I'm happy that I found mine and like to help others um, find theirs and get to where they want to be in life. Beautiful. And as a proud mama of two, tell me about your family. I want to hear. Yeah. So I have two sons. Christopher is 15. He'll be 16 in October. And then my youngest, Noah, is 13. He just had a birthday last year. And they are my hearts. They keep me grounded. I always say God gave me two boys to teach me patience. Ah, I'm I, still working on one it. mom of two boys to another. Mine are six and eight. I get it. I get it. But I thought it, does oh, it get easier when they get older. I don't know. It's all relative, right? Because exactly. as, as I'm sure you've experienced, both of them are very different. Extremely which is good. Yes. Yeah, which is kind of good because they got to balance each other. They can't both be like the train same. wrecks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, but yeah, it's every stage is beautiful because you're growing together, right? Yep. You're learning. You, you know, they always say there's no silver bullet to parenting, and there's never that one book that's going to tell you everything. It's trial and error, and we just we just go through it. We grow together, so that's beautiful. the best. Well, thank part you of it. for being here. So let's talk specifically. I know uh, you want to talk a little bit about um, breaking free of your own limiting beliefs. So a little bit of your backstory, if you don't mind sharing with us, and what brought you here. Yeah. Um, in 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 my past, um, you know, I had some challenges. We, we all go through experiences, and for some of us, they're they're traumatic. And I, I have those a, a couple of those um, stories in my book, "Battling the Flames." And I, I struggled with um, self image issues at a very young age. I did not consider myself to be pretty. I felt like to be pretty, you had to have long hair. Um, I was petite, still am, have uh, what may be viewed as a squeaky voice. So when I was younger, I tried to like change my tone so that people would take me seriously, right? Like you ever hear that command a certain presence. So started out at a very young age and I think I still exhibit it now in terms of my tone and pitch, it changes because it's just part of who I am to want to show up a certain way. And so as I grew in, in, in my uh, life and got married, and I, I still had self-image issues, um, self-esteem issues, I had health issues. And um, I, I, I was just in a state where I felt very stuck. Um, I did not know what to do. I was stuck in a failing marriage, and I, and I did not 
did not like failure. I don't know anyone who does to to be in a marriage for many years and then to um, try everything and then say this is not working. You know, one can look at it as a limiting belief of you failed. And another can look at it as you didn't fail because you kept trying and you learned through the process. And there's never a failure if you are trying and learning through the process. And so I I just got to a point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and wanted to take action instead. And um, God always speaks to me in the wee hours of the morning. And at 3 a.m. when I was thinking about finally pursuing a life coaching uh, certification, this is after I was separated I found Health Coach Institute, where you can become a health coach as well as a life coach and be certified. And that's where my journey and my true passion came into play is I was on my health journey, someone who has battled high blood pressure three times Mm -hmm. and kicked it for the third time. Um, I have my own story, and I do believe you cannot take anyone where you have not gone or not willing to go. And I have gone many places And so when I'm coaching, I'm still on my own personal journey. Coaches always have to be on their own journey while they're helping their clients on theirs. And so I learned to break free of limiting beliefs and identify when they're coming up in my in my own thoughts um, and actions, as well as helping my clients do the same. Beautiful. Thank you so much. All right. Also, let's point out uh, there's so much to the work that you're doing. And how do we reach you? Uh, The website is lifechapterscoaching.com, correct? Correct. And yes. uh, the main and focus for today, we want to talk more about the health practicing uh, preventions of cardiovascular disease as well. Uh, when it comes to health coaching, uh, you want to talk careers, relationship coaching. I'll let you take the wheel here. Go ahead, hon. Sure, no problem. So, my as I was just saying, um, the health coaching piece that is first and foremost my passion because it's really near and dear to me and the challenges that I have faced, and it's 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 challenging because it's about lifestyle. Right. And we all grow up a certain way with certain habits. Right. And it is very hard to shift those habits unless you're truly committed and you can be committed, but you may also need help in following through on your commitments. That's where coaching comes into place. And so for me, I decided that amongst the different types of coaching around health that I offer, that my strong focus is around helping women practice prevention of cardiovascular disease, which high blood pressure is part of that. And high blood pressure specifically because it is known as a silent killer. A lot of times you don't even know you have it. What We go to our our doctors once a year if if everything is normal, if we feel things are normal, and you get that, that blood pressure reading at one time. And some people have a good reading and over time, things are fine. For others, they have these readings that are pre-hypertension and they're trying to manage it. And then the doctor says, we got to put you on meds, right? Once you go on those meds, you got to make a decision. Is this a lifelong decision to stay on the meds or are there life-changing strategies that I can put in place to get off the meds? And so my my mindset has always been prevention over medication. Mm-hmm. Blood pressure runs in my family. My dad has it. My grandfather has it. For some, it's hereditary. If I've kicked it several times, I've proven it's not hereditary in my case. It means that I do things in my life that are contributing to my health 
be it good or bad. And if I want to make those changes, I have to do the work with help. And it's a lifestyle change. So I coach uh, my clients on um, different techniques, experimentation, because everybody is unique. Therefore, every diet or lifestyle um, that they choose is unique to them. And it comes with practice, experimentation, Mm -hmm. seeing what works. And I do the same thing in my life. So I'm not I'm not coaching on things for the most part that I'm not practicing with myself. So what am I eating? What am I drinking? How am I moving my body? What are the thoughts I'm telling myself that perpetuate the stress or reduce it? You never fully eliminate stress, but there's things you can do to reduce it. All those things. Give us some tips. What'd you say? Give us some tips. What should we be doing? (sighs) Okay. So in the area of food, we need to make sure that we have the right balance of minerals. That's potassium, that's calcium, that's magnesium, right? So that's in the foods we eat. If I can give one tip, just like Popeye, spinach. Spinach, spinach, spinach. The amount of potassium and calcium in it contributes to the amount of um, milligrams that we need in our body every day, right? You Another tip, you would not believe this, but for controlling blood pressure, red wine. Oh, I had no. some of that last night. A little yes. too much. That, well, not too much, right? <laughs> uh, but it's recommended for women, um, preferably one glass, five to eight ounces with your meals. And hydrate water, taking a water break, right? Absolutely. Water is another one. Um, Potassium and bananas. Having a banana a day helps. Um, People probably know this. Beet juice. Very, very uh, I didn't know that. Yes. Beet juice is known to help control blood pressure. I personally have one of those small um, juicers. So I juice my own beet juice. Wow. And... Beet juice by itself, it's it's fine. Like if you don't like beet juice, some people don't like beets. Actually, I love beets. I'll eat them and I'll drink them. But beet juice and pineapple juice together, game changer. It awesome. tastes so good, refreshing. So if you had a glass of beet juice um, in the morning as your part of your routine, that is helping to uh, regulate your blood pressure throughout the day, right? Stress. Um, How often are we being still, right? How often are we quieting our mind? Mm -hmm. Meditation, that helps. Um, Progressive muscle relaxation helps to relax the body in a matter of seconds. So progressive muscle relaxation is when you tense every part of your body. And then you just let it. And it's just what you just said. It's that feeling of, ah. And there's other breathing techniques you can do. So that's around stress. Movement. Notice I didn't say exercise. I said movement. Because exercise, using that word in our brain, can have a different response for different people. If you naturally don't like to exercise, and I say the word exercise, you're automatically going to resist. Yeah. But if I say movement, the possibilities are endless. Right? So we're moving away from limited beliefs to unlimited possibilities movement can come in all kinds of form to get your cardio up i love to dance 
So Friday nights, I'm at the salsa room doing bachata and salsa. Awesome. That is exercise. That is movement. So number of different things that you can work on to manage your blood pressure and get it under control. But it's a lifestyle therapy and it's a combination of things. It's not just one thing. Hmm. All right. Thank you. Let's remind everyone, Kenya, how we could reach you. Yeah, so you can reach me at um, my my website, which is www.lifechapterscoaching.com. Or if it's easier to, for you to just pick up your phone and dial a number, 703-268-8075. Perfect. All right, let's continue. So we're talking, I mean, again, to Kenya Carr here, uh, learning a lot about the work she's doing. And not only with, uh, you know, health, you're also helping people, um, you know, with their personal issues. And also got to bring up your book. You mentioned it briefly before, but uh, that's pretty impressive. What's the title? And tell us how we get it, what it's about. Sure, sure, sure. So it's called Battling the Flames. And uh, you can get it at my, uh, my other website, which is my personal branding website, which has more of the publications, but it also links to my coaching site. It's, it's called, it's the website, www.kenyacarr.com. Um, if you purchase the book through that website, I would personally sign it and ship it to you. And so Battling the Flames, the title did not come until I was 160th pages uh, through writing the book and flames is and fire are used as a metaphor to describe how I felt about the experiences that I was going through because fire can be used to create or destroy. So I had to decide what I wanted to do. And so throughout the book, I describe from the age of five all the way into my forties, the different experiences I went through and the impacts they had. So each chapter starts with a quote that references fire and it has either one, two or three flames in it to describe the level of heat awesome. <laughs> of that, what I was going through. So um, it's meant to share my life lessons unabashed and unashamed to help others with how they master their flames. Cause we all have a light. We all have a fire inside of us and no matter what we go through, no matter what the cards of life were dealt it's about never letting that light of fire go out, but rather igniting it more, right? Because yeah. when you're down, you're depressed, life's not going the way you want it to. Sometimes we shrink and we hide versus turn up the heat and take massive action with help to get to where you want to be. And some do it and do it well, but others, they need a little bit more help. And that's where the coaching comes in. Beautiful. So. All right. So what else did you want to share? There's still so much to your list here. So um... Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> So I would share a little bit about um, coaching around careers. I think that's where a lot of people seek out help um, in in coaching. So um, I also have a full-time job. I've been in human resources for 24 years. Um, I started off as a headhunter recruiter and then moved into corporate recruiting and just have moved up in my career. And so I coach... um, management level, executives, directors, on um, coaching their employees, how they want to show up, so their executive presence. Um, Believe it or not, time Mm -hmm. management. The higher up you go, the less time you have, and it's how do you manage your time and build in routines that help you balance your personal life with your professional life. Um, And also, I coach around interviewing. Given my, my background as a headhunter, 
I coach on how do you show up so you stand out amongst your 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 competition in interviewing. So that's something that I get into with my clients to help them find their next role. Got it. Oh my goodness. And by the way, COVID changed so many of us. We had to learn how, you know, rediscover new old talents or that's so hard, right? I mean, did you work with or still work with clients from the pandemic that really had to reinvent themselves at the wheel? Yeah, I've I've found that it is challenging for clients, particularly when they want to switch careers all together. And it's it's helping them find what have you done over the years from a skill set perspective that are transferable. And that's what we highlight in your resume and when you interview. And so I have I'll, I'll give a couple of tips on certain questions that an, an interviewee, meaning if you're applying for a job that I think is helpful to ask so that you stand out a little bit more. So one of the questions is, um, and this is kind of the connection that you're trying to create with the interviewer as well, right? So what's the one thing that's key to this company's success that someone, somebody from outside the company would wouldn't know about right mm-hmm. those 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 little it could be culture dynamic it could be something related to um their ergs you know how do you connect really with the company and so someone answering that question as an interviewer kind of has to dig a little bit deeper right if i'm an, if i'm an interviewee and i'm asking you a question and you say to me mm, that's a good question let me think about that you got them as the interviewee, you've got them now because you're forcing them to go a little bit deeper where normally the tables are rever- reverse. Mm-hmm. The interviewer is asking you to go deeper, right? Yeah. You're saying, oh, that's a good question. Let me think about that. That pregnant pause is the, hmm, acknowledging the question, which gives you as the aunt, the person responding time to really think about what it is that you want to say. Yeah. So that is that is one question. Another question is, Uh, How did you get your start in this industry and why do you stay, right? Again, you're personalizing it, right? So you're getting that interviewer to connect with you on a deeper level, which doesn't always happen in the interview, right? Because when you're interviewing for a job, you're getting asked all the questions, right? And I will tell you this, the best interview is when it sounds like a conversation and not question, answer, question, answer. It should be natural. So... So if you as the interviewee are just speaking naturally as though you're just in a meeting, it's going to come across as this person sounds confident, they're poised, they, I can see them sitting across from an executive and that they're going to show up well, right? Because you only get it one time to make a, 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 one time to make a good impression is that first time. So um, another question is, um, if we're going to have a very successful year in 2024, what will that look like? What will we have done over the next six months to make it successful? Yeah. How does this, how does this position help achieve those goals? Right. The position that I'm interviewing for, it helps me understand what is the impact that I'm expected to make and by when, right? That lets the interviewer know wow, I am thinking strategically about a role that I don't even really know about. 
And by you as the interviewer answering that question, you're helping me know if this is the right fit for me. If I'm a right fit for you and you're a right fit for me, because I'm asking those very important questions in that first meeting or that interview. Very, very critical. Interesting. All right. Good to know. Thank you. I'm like, hmm, I'm interviewing now too. <laughs> I'm interviewing you. Wait, I got to be more attentive. I have to be more. <laughs> no, no, no. It's could, natural, right? We're having a natural conversation. Totally. But could you share some of the, the people that you've helped? Give us some examples of the type of people that you're working with. I think yeah. that could always help. Um, For sure. So um, I am helping and I can't share too much. Right? Oh, of course. Without using their names, but yes. Right. Um, so I'm helping people at one at um, different levels of management. So we're talking senior director, um, vice presidents, uh, SVPs um, from a outside coaching perspective. And it also folds into my day job as well. Naturally, it's, it's what I do in my day job as well. Um, I'm also coaching into a very popular um, skill set that has been I guess in place, I would say the last five to seven years is coaching um, professionals in the technology um, industry, because that is also my background in terms of coaching and doing HR for IT professionals. So there is a project management in IT is moving over to be termed as scrum masters, right? So I have coached scrum masters who want to elevate in their career as scrum masters. Mm-hmm. And one person that I have uh, recently coached um, has that background, but also decided to become a coach herself, believe yeah. it or not, just through our coaching engagement. Awesome. She's, she's wow. See, you never know what career path you may go down and how. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But getting people started in terms of that interview or if they're switching um, careers, we spend a lot of time on their resume and doing mock interviews to help them build their confidence and build their toolkit of the examples that they would communicate in an interview because today everything is behavioral interviewing. Tell me about a time when. So your past performance is an indication of your future performance. So you gotta be able to speak on the fly, but not BS it, right? So helping them prep with all the things in their toolkit and put them in the buckets. So if you ask a particular question that gets to leadership competency, you can pull that. If you get a question that gets to technical and what project did you work on and the impact, you can pull from that. So you come off savvy and confident and you stand out. I love it. We gotta make yourself stand out. That's another thing too, right? To Absolutely. and to reinvent ourselves. So normally how long does it work to like work with a coach? Do you have different programs, different rates? It, you know, how long does it take to get that change that you're looking for? Which is probably different for everyone, but Yeah, exactly. It's different for everyone. So I have um I have one on one coaching, which is just individual sessions one at a time. I do not market that as much because you're building a relationship and if they're trying to get to the desired state that's usually not in one session even the one mock interview is probably not enough so what i offer at a minimum is six weeks co- coaching practice up to 12 weeks and then based on where we're at then um i ask them to renew or re-enroll and then we continue the journey so I, I don't get too much into pricing on, on these types of calls because I do want to um, have a introductory call with them first. So I do offer a 30-minute free consultation. 
Awesome. Um, and I send, uh, once they book with me, they get an, an email with an intake form, which asks them to answer some questions so that I'm better prepared yeah. for the conversation, given that it's only 30 minutes. Just like I me. I do depend, just like you? Well, yeah. there you go. You I get all the information, set out the questionnaire, and I get to know you. Yep. Exactly. So from there, then then they also get to experience a little bit of what coaching is. So one of the questions I do ask is, have you ever worked with a coach? Have you ever experienced coaching? And a lot of times, depending on their level and their career, the answer is no. So I discuss with them what coaching is and what it is not. Um, we naturally are used to being told what to do, right? By, an, by a shmi, subject matter expert. Coaching is not a subject matter expert profession. I do not have all the answers. That is not my role. My role is to ask you questions that normally are not asked of you and go deeper because I am very confident that you as the client, you have the answer within you. It's just that people have not asked you those questions in the past because that's not what we're trained to do. Like I've been trained and certified on specific questions to ask and not to ask surface level questions, but to understand and go deeper to understand the why beneath the why. So I go deeper. So it's kind of like, um, the uh, fishbone exercises is you ask five, why five times and you go deeper and deeper. I don't ask why, why, why. I have a certain way that I ask questions. Yeah. And it starts with being curious, right? Mm-hmm. Where you thought you what you where you needed to go in your desired state, once we go through, you realize you really want to be here. Yeah. And so once we are on the same page of where you want to be, then we discuss your big motivating factor. What's your big why, right? For me, it's my kids, right? Having, being able to live as long as I can, healthy, to grow up and see them grow up, yep. right? So everything matters. I yep. do is for them, their why. And so based, once we understand um, where they desire to be, then we have to develop clear goals. If you don't have goals, where are you going? Yeah. You know, where's your, what's your compass, right? And so we develop the goals together, and that's what we anchor to every time we meet and out of each conversation comes co-created actions i'm not saying you must do this but based mm-hmm. on the questions i ask and what comes up for you and only when you get stuck do i ask permission to give you a suggestion got it and if that's what you decide to go with we still co-created that together because you're deciding to try something awesome and you try that in between our sessions everything is about what happens after we meet that is the follow-through the setting up conditions for success so that follow through happens. And sometimes that's getting an accountability partner to help you in between our sessions. So when we meet again and I say, what's been going well since yeah. the last time we met, I'm hearing all the positive first because everybody likes to go jump to the negative. No, let's always start on a high note okay. and let's celebrate and appreciate what you have done. And then the challenges turn into feedback. Okay. No judgment. What was the challenge? Well, I didn't get to this. Okay, let's talk about it. And then we co-create new uh, things to try out of those challenges. Great. And it's curated a little over time, so you build new habits. All right. Well, I apologize. We are out of time. Uh, one more time, tell us the website, how we could reach you, please. Sure. Again, uh, you can reach me at www.lifechapterscoaching.com or 703-268-8075. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Stay Thank tuned, you, everyone. Thanks again. You. you too. Have a fantastic day. To all of our listeners, we'll be right back with more.
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.